what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Welcome back to My Dad Watches The Bachelor. I'm Meredith, and I'm here with my co-host, my dad. Hello, Meredith. How's it going today? It's going well. You know, we finally wrapped up Katie's season of The Bachelorette, and it was a three-hour-long episode that I don't have many good things to say about. And it leaves us some, with some important questions like, is Greg an actor? Is he a cocky kid from Jersey? And are you stalking him? Well, to what extent do we ask the stalking question? Do I follow him on Instagram? Yes. Do I try to keep up with his location when he posts? Yes. And, Are you know, you- I mean, if I'm in the same location with him, would I try and find him? Also, yes. But you're not like actively like searching for him. It's not like you're going out on weekends, going up and down the Jersey Shore looking for Greg. No, I will say, in my defense, I have never been to the Jersey Shore. Well, that's something that you need to, to rectify in, in the not-too-distant future. There's some there's some nice things about the Jersey Shore. Okay. Well, we're not here to talk about, you know, MTV's Jersey Shore. We're here to talk about Katie's season of The Bachelorette. And I personally did not think that it was going to end the way it did. I didn't either, and and I I texted you yesterday to see if we wanted to make some predictions, and and my prediction was that she was not going to have anything to do with fantasy suites and go home to her family empty-handed, but that's not the way it turned out. I thought she would end up alone or with Michael A., because he has apparently been um, commenting somewhat inappropriate things on her lingerie Instagram pictures about how he can't say what he's really thinking about those things, which like Michael A was a respectable guy on the show. And you would think he wouldn't be commenting things like that on someone's Instagram that he knows is engaged to someone. I, I, I guess, but I, I, I fear that if you post pictures of yourself in lingerie, you're sort of asking for comments. Not from Michael A, maybe from the cocky Jersey boys, but not from Michael A. Okay. Okay. Well, um, it was it was an interesting show and, and interesting how things transpired. I had a, I had some trouble finding some some highlights of it as well. I don't know about you, but I did. I I guess one thing that stuck out to me was when when all the smoke cleared, Justin seemed to be the most rational person on the show. You know, I, I, he seemed calm and stable, and unlike most of the people on the show. I'm a big Justin fan. He is quite the hottie. And I put as a high, I liked the way he handled himself on After the Final Rose. You know, he wasn't confrontational, but he stood up for himself when he was talking to Katie, telling her that he didn't think she gave him a fair shot and that he thought he was just there by default. And which I think all of America is like, yes, you are there by default. But I thought it was good that he kind of realized that and could vocalize it stand up for himself. And I do always love the montage of his facial expressions. I, I, I enjoyed his facial expressions as well. And you, I think, had picked up on that much earlier in the season and had been pointing that out. And 
the producers must have been listening to you because they did a good job with it. And even Justin seemed a little surprised and embarrassed by his his facial expressions, which was which was sort of amusing. But uh, I, Justin handled himself in a classy way. I I think that you're right that America agrees he was there by default. I think most of America, at least the America that watches this trashy show would have thought that Andrew should have been the person that was there instead of Justin. Um, but you know, when, when, when it all comes to the end, I thought he handled himself well. He was classy and, uh, and good for Justin. I, 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 I have more respect for him after last night's show. I did find it amusing that Caitlin and Tasha kept talking about how his exit was so emotional. And I think that his exit was the least emotional that we've seen in weeks after Andrew and Michael and Blit and Greg. I, I, I agree with that as well. And that uh, they, they were certainly trying to make that uh, come off as a bigger deal than it seemed to be. And uh, yeah, he handled himself well. So, so I thought that was a highlight and I kind of like balloon paintball. That would seem like a fun game to play. I sort of like that as well. I put that as a high too. It seemed like a, a fun date event and we got to see one of the uh, infamous hot tubs in the middle of nowhere. Fortunately, they had their bathing suits. Oh, good for us. My last high was um, Katie's mom and Aunt Lindsay just ripping Blake a new one. I thought it was Aunt Lindsay was like surpassing Peter's mom, Barb, on the level of crazy, don't give a shit. Well, I, I had that in listed as well, but not as a high. But yes, I, I took note, you know, particularly of, of Aunt Lindsay. And since I don't really have any more highs, I'm, I'll start with that as being my first low light. And I just put down that Aunt Lindsay is a beast. And I'm not sure that I would want to be in this family. No, she literally, she told Blake, quote, you literally mean nothing. And she is just, I am a feminist. I'm all about female power and being an independent woman. But I feel like there's a difference between that and just being a bitch. (laughs) And Aunt Lindsay is just a bitch. Well, I I guess that's one word that you can use. And um, yeah, she... I'm not sure why she was there. I guess maybe maybe uh, Katie's mom needed a traveling companion. I don't know, but uh, um, you know, she she certainly brought down the hammer there and and was just rather an unpleasant person. Just didn't really want to be around her. Yeah, but I really enjoyed it because I I will admit that it got to a point last night during the episode that I was just hoping that. Blake would end up leaving Katie. Like, I just needed some type of drama. This is getting boring. They were just holding on to the Greg and Katie reunion as the ending drama. And I I needed something more. Like, I didn't need this cookie-cutter happy ending. And I was like, okay, and Lindsay is what's going to push Blake over the edge. This is what we need. So so you and I were texting a little bit while we were watching the show and and – I think that you suggested that maybe Aunt Lindsay was pushed in that direction by the producers to create more drama. Is that are you sticking with that, or is that uh, is that just a theory? Maybe. I mean, they could have said like, you know, we don't really have much going on, Aunt Lindsay. Like, add a little spice if you want to. Like, don't hold back, or I don't. I don't know. But 
she she seems like uh, quite the character. Well, because if, if you you're watching the show after after meeting Aunt Lindsay and, and the mom, and the mom the mom seemed to warm up to Blake, and she just seemed to to, to want Katie to be happy, but. Blake seemed to have some misgivings, and and they certainly played it the rest of the way as, will he propose or won't he propose? We don't really know right up until the end. So I didn't know if that was Blake really considering it or or producers suggesting it or how that plays out. Yeah, I I don't know if it was like editing with how much wishy-washiness we were getting with Blake, but I was just sitting there every time Blake's just like, oh, I don't know what to do. I personally feel like if I were about to go into a proposal and I was teetering between yes and no, I feel like the I don't know is a pretty clear no. You should not get engaged to this person. I, I, I think that is true, but I think that you and I both know that there's a difference between a real engagement and a bachelor engagement. True. Doesn't, doesn't bachelor engagement mean hey, let's keep dating. Yes, but I do feel like a bachelorette engagement is more serious than a bachelor engagement. They do have a higher success rate. We actually only have two bachelors ever that have married someone, and both of those bachelors married their runner-up, not the girl that they picked. Well, I I, uh, I will say that uh, the mom watched the show, a lot of the show with me last night, and uh, she did say that while Blake was, Blake and Katie were having their date and they were at dinner without food before the fantasy suite, she, she noted that Katie just looked so sad listening to Blake when he was trying to spill his guts about everything. She just thought Katie looked sad. And then uh, the next morning while they're, they're, they're sitting in bed, the mom said, they're not getting married. No way. So that, that was the mom's take on the whole situation. Yeah, I would – over under a year for how long they last. What do you think? Well, well, well the mom was asking uh, how long they have to stay together for her to keep the ring. Two years. So you're, you're saying that they're not even going to keep the ring. No, I, I would say the under – I would go under one year. I'm, I'm, I'm reserving judgment for the time being. I mean, if I were Blake and I saw the way that Katie went in on Greg and after the final rose, I would definitely be having some doubts about whether or not she still had feelings for him. That, that did, there, there did seem to be a few red flags there and that there's, there's still a lot of a, a raw emotion there, no doubt. Mm-hmm. So, so one of my lows was that I felt a little uncomfortable watching – Katie and Blake in the hot tub while she was oversharing about her relationships with Michael and Greg and both of them leaving. It just seemed like I don't think we've ever seen a lead share that much about other relationships with someone still on the show. And I'm in hindsight, I guess she's telling Blake all of this so that because she knows she's going to pick him and she would rather be upfront and honest about it than him like watch it back on the show for the first time. But it was very odd to watch it, watch that conversation happen. And you could tell that Blake did not like it. Yeah. I, I, I see what you're saying. You know, I, I thought that considering the way Greg left, she felt some obligation to share some of the background and 
to me, she sort of swept it up with the whole Michael A thing. So, um, yeah, I, I guess I guess that can be a, a low light sort of thing there. Um, you know, uh, you know, one of my low lights, you know, and I'm, you might feel the same way is Felicia, the energy healer. You know that uh, that that last date where they. They, Felicia is trying to get the relationship to go to the next level by burning all their fears with some humongous paper mache monster. That was just weird. Um, yeah, I, I guess anyone that that titles himself an energy healer, I'm color me skeptical. Yeah, as soon as as soon as I saw this date, I just immediately groaned. I was not interested in it. Anyone that's an energy healer or a cuddle therapist or whatever else we've seen this season, I would like to give a hard no to. No, thank you. I'm not interested. Okay. My, my final low um, is that I don't think the show's interesting anymore when there's only one guy left. You know, there's no suspense, no drama. I feel like we've had two hours of, of the show knowing that Blake was the only one left. Like, they they had no drama other than Katie confronting Greg at after the final rose. Well, well, but but perhaps there's no drama. Maybe it's not as good a TV show. But from a dad's perspective, isn't it a little bit more normal? I mean, for for two people that are going to have some sort of committed relationship, isn't it better to say, hey? I'm only going to sleep with the one guy that I actually want to be with as opposed to having sleepover dates with three guys. Sure. But do you believe that Blake is really the one guy Katie wanted to be with? I always thought it was, it was going to be between Blake and Greg. I think that, you know, if Greg had still been there, it would have been a very different show. And I, I find Katie's actions very questionable just going from the biggest heartbreak of her life and being so upset to the next day. Oh, I love Blake. Like we, we want to talk about acting. Let's not talk about Greg. Let's talk about Katie. Ooh, that's a burn. It, it, it just felt so forced. Okay. Okay. Well, my last low was, was Blake's proposal to Katie because I didn't really know what the heck he was babbling about the whole time. And then at one point he says, I can't give you what you need. And, and I really thought this whole thing was going off the rails. Oh no. You, you, he was just, Blake's been on the show before. He knows how to create a little drama. Okay. Well, I, I, I thought that Katie's proposal seemed sincere for such a good actress and, uh, and and then when Blake starts talking, I'm not, you know, he's going one direction, he's going the other direction. I just I didn't like it. Not a well, good proposal. I actually put a right reason. My right reason was Blake telling Katie he loved her because I thought it was very sweet and endearing. And he, you know, explained the ways Katie showed him love and like when he realized he loved her and how he could tell that they loved each other without having to vocalize it, but that he realized the moment he loved her when they were playing hockey and she scored a goal and put her hands in the air and said, go America. And I, I thought that was very cute. It was a very sweet moment. But that wasn't the proposal. That was when no, they no, were No, that was having... just the saying, I love you. 
that was the faux dinner. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So no, I, I, I to, to me, that almost seemed normal. You know, two people to get, they, they decided they love each other. They say that they love each other. Once you love each other, you're not supposed to go sleep with Justin. So she uh, doesn't, you know, she, I, I guess for a right reason, I put down Katie ditching Justin at the beginning of their date and, and dealing with her business up front like that. I respect that. And I, uh, I think it would have been more right if she sent him home before hometowns. Well, well, I think it would have been more right if she kept Andrew around and, and didn't keep Justin in the first place, but she took care of her business well. And, and I thought for, for this particular show, for all the people that left, there seemed to be a, a lot less animosity of the people that left toward the lead. Am I wrong there? In that, you know, with maybe the exception now of Greg, uh, everyone that left still seemed to hold Katie in very high regard. This podcast is sponsored by Jackson Creative, a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative, we tell your story. Yeah, I think usually on Bachelorette seasons, for the most part, the men are pretty understanding and forgiving of the lead. Usually it's more for Bachelor seasons that the women are, um, you know, a bit more grudge-holding with the lead. Okay. Well, I my, my other right reason was the dudes in the audience at the show seem like the only reason they're there is to hold up heavy speakers and jam boxes at the end. You know, that's the only reason that a guy would actually go to that show, right? I thought that was so dumb. I don't know. I don't know why a guy's going to that show. <laughs> His girlfriend dragged him along. Right. Yeah. That's 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 the reason, and then and then they're there to hold up the heavy speakers so that uh, Blake can have a romantic dance with his lady. Yeah. Well, lame. Lame. If you haven't watched that movie I told you to watch yet, have it say anything. You haven't watched that yet, have no, you? Nope, I sure haven't. Well, you need to get with the program here. Come on. <laughs> All right. Can we get into the wrong reason? Sure. Because I'm about to go in on our girl, Katie. Well, then let, before you do that, you know, let me just, I'll give my wrong reason and then give you the floor. Okay. Of, you know, my wrong reason was Aunt Lindsay giving out relationship advice because- <laughs> I'm going out on a limb here, but I don't think she's in a relationship at this point in time. And I'm not sure she's the one that should be giving advice. So I'm, 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 I'm sort of saying, don't get your relationship advice from Aunt Lindsay. I was actually trying to look, and I think I saw wedding bands on her fingers during her scenes with Blake. It looked like she was married, which, you know, poor, poor man that she's married to. <laughs> <laughs> that could be an interesting reality reality TV show. You know, life with Aunt Lindsay. I I would like to start a petition for Aunt Lindsay and uh, Peter's mom Barb to be the new hosts of Paradise. That would, I think, putting them in a hosting role would make for some great television. <laughs> All right, so let's get into my wrong reasons. So, Katie, why did she say she loved Blake? after making such a big fucking deal last week with Greg, saying she wasn't going to say it until it was over and there was just one guy. 
This makes absolutely no sense. And it makes it feel very calculated to me and not genuine because it feels like she's only saying it to Blake because she's scared that Greg 2.0 would happen. And if she doesn't give anything back to Blake, he's going to leave on his own. Or, or you could say that they actually had a moment and something clicked and she realized that Blake is the guy and, you know, he's said that he loves her uh, and, and she realizes that she loves him or based on who's left, she likes him the most. So let's go that way. It's just very convenient that it's happening like a day or two after she's telling Greg, you've always been my number one, like you're like all of these things trying to validate that it's going to be him at the end so that he'll stay. It's just, if I were Blake, that wouldn't feel good to watch back and be like, Oh, I think I was your second choice. Well, yeah, we're, it's a show. So, okay. I'm, I'm, I, yeah, I'm, I'm encouraging you not to find love on a television show. So I, I'm, I'm with you on this, but if you're on the show, there's everything is compressed in time frame. So, so go ahead. Okay, next issue I have with Katie. She was a total bitch to Greg in After the Final Rose. You could tell just when she came walking in, she had this attitude on her face. She came in guns blazing. And I think that if she was actually happy with Blake, then she wouldn't have been so aggressive and bitchy towards Greg. And she could have just put everything behind her and been like, you know what? I'm happy now. What you did to me really sucked, but, like, it ended up working out for me the best. Like, I'm happy. I hope you're happy. Wish the best for you. Done. When, when, when she came out, she just walked by him, didn't give him a look. You know, usually they give each other little hugs or something in that situation. Not Nothing going on there. Just, mm-hmm. like, laser beams coming out of the eyes, you know. And, and uh, when she said uh, she wished the best for Greg – the, the, the sincerity uh, quotient wasn't very high there. No, she's playing the victim, and it's just not a good look for her. Like, you're engaged now. You're supposed to be happy. Get over it. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And, and you know, she she threw this out that Greg is taking acting lessons, lessons or he's an actor. What's uh, What do we make of that, Miss uh, Stalker? Yes, there, there have been rumors that have come out that Greg has taken acting classes at some point. I don't know the age he was when he took these, like how long ago these were, you know, you and mom put me in bed in acting camps in the summer when we were little, like this could be what we're talking about. We really don't know. Like, and the Greg admitted that he's no Meryl Streep and I can't see Greg being a good actor at all. He's just like a very sad puppy dog boy. And I like Katie is doing way better job acting that she's happy with Blake and didn't want Greg. Well, in, in, in our defense, I think we sent you to Shakespeare summer acting camp. Uh, so, you know, I, I do want to get that in the record. I, to me, the question is, is, has Greg been acting this whole time as the, the shy, humble guy? Is that an act? If you, if you go back to his uh, hometown date and the way his mother and brother and friend were treating him, it didn't seem like an act. It seemed like the guy had, uh, had been, been pretty some- messed up since his dad died. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He seemed like he, seemed like he was a 
going through some issues and Katie had been such a good thing, you know, you know to, to me, you know, and, and I don't, I don't really think that Katie's behavior was good last night either, but uh, if, if I was Greg and went back and, and watched the whole show, I, I can just see his mom and his friends whacking him in head saying, you blew it. You know, you, you should have been with her and you went crazy and, and the whole thing blew up. And uh, I, I can't, imagine that he doesn't have some regrets there. Yeah, I feel like he probably has less regrets, though, after the way she treated him. It, it, okay. just, it was not a good look. And then, so my final issue with Katie is that she said that she didn't even tell her family she got engaged to Blake and that they're finding out with the rest of us. And is that not just a further sign that this engagement isn't sincere and like real to her like this is just her backup plan like if if you get engaged to someone I feel like you would be happy and proud of that person and want to share it with your family like it just seems very disingenuine to me I just simply took it as her family's wackadoodle and uh, I'm going to avoid them as much as possible that's the way I took it Mm. Well, I, you know, if they were willing to come on the show and like meet this guy and they knew he was the only one left, like there's really not a secret there. It's like you're with him or you're not. And I feel like just from her demeanor, if they're her family, they should be able to tell whether or not she's engaged afterwards. It just seems very odd to me that she didn't tell her family. Yeah, you know, to, to me, the whole family dynamics made me more curious about knowing more about her her father, who's no longer with us. You know, that uh, seems like he might have been an interesting character. Yeah, that's true. So are, so are we good? I think I've gotten all of my grievances with Katie out in the open now. So you still have to pick an MVP. Well, I don't think there's any better way to wrap up this season than giving our final MVP award to uh, the love of my life, Greg. So I, I do have valid reasons for this. I think, you know, when Katie, Caitlin and Tasha were interviewing Greg before Katie came out, he seemed very nice and like willing to put everything behind him and like get the closure from Katie. And it seemed like the right thing to do. Like he was being very mature. And I think he also handled all of Katie's attacks on him very maturely, um, just trying to explain himself. And you could there, I did see his like, when he was sitting on the couch with her, his left butt cheek was off that couch. He was trying to get as far away from her as possible. Like she was just being so awful towards him. And I think he handled it the best way that he could. Uh, he did. I, you know, he he was certainly under attack the whole time. He he tried to explain himself. I think going back to the the previous episode, you know, to me it's sort of the way we diagnosed it before, and that uh, he thought the game was over, that they needed to commit to one another at that point in time, and she was she was still the bachelorette, and in her mind, she still had that role to play. You know, in, in my mind, I go back to that crazy Claire season where, you know, Claire, you know, you, you can break some of these rules if you really want to. And, uh, you know, Katie either was 
unaware of that. I can't imagine she was unaware of it, but chose not to do that and wanted to you know, play the show out. And he couldn't deal with that and freaked out and left. To me, that was the, that was the issue. I think that I can understand this argument from both sides. I get why each of them was upset. I get why each of them couldn't give the other what they wanted. But I think that when it comes down to it, Greg just had like post argument, you know, we're like two, three months down the road now at this point, Greg's handling it way better than Katie did. And Katie's the one that's happily engaged and Greg is single in Jersey. Like she should be, she should be happy. She should be like, I got my happy ending. We're all good. And she wasn't. And she, she was just questioning his sincerity. Like you were acting this whole time. And I believe Greg when he said he loved her and I think he was being genuine throughout the show. And I don't think it had anything to do with acting. I really don't think he's that good of an actor. I, I guess I was a little bit surprised that he seemed uh, the, he seemed to be in a good place. And, and basically, you know, from what we had seen of Greg on the show and the sense that we had gotten that before he came on the show, he was having issues and, and, and seemed uncertain about many things. I guess I was a little surprised that he seemed to be in as good a place as he was. I, I sort of went into it assuming that he might still be a little sad. Yeah, might be sad, or or uh, you know, if if Katie had not ended up with anybody, perhaps he would have tried to rekindle that relationship. But uh, well, he, uh, maybe he had just seen the scene with Aunt Lindsay and thought, "Wow, I really dodged a bullet there. This is great." Good point. Good point. <laughs> I did one thing he said stuck out to me when he was saying that you being the bachelorette doesn't put you any higher or lower in this relationship than me. You know, we're still on even playing field. And I think that's something Katie didn't really agree with throughout her relationship. I definitely felt like she thought she was on a pedestal with all these men and wasn't really on equal playing ground with them in the relationships. Well, I, I think all the, you know, when, when they're, you know, 30 men, uh, you know, trying to compliment you and, and get your heart, I think that that might be easy to feel like you're on that pedestal. It, it gets a little bit more real when you get down to that point in time. Yeah, that's true. Okay, that's all I've got for Greg. Love him. Hope he's doing well. Um, maybe we'll see him on Paradise. Maybe not. I do not see him as a future Bachelor contender, though. You have any predictions on who the future bachelor contender might be? Well, depending on Michelle's guys, because obviously they will be fresher in our mind when it's time for bachelor picks. I could see it being between either Michael A., Andrew, or Justin. Hmm. Yeah, I, 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 I can't see Michael A. with the whole kid thing. You know how that how that would work. You know, is he going to bring his kid on the show? I know this that this that makes me uncomfortable. The, so first, I, I hope. the first season of The Bachelorette that I ever watched was Emily Maynard's. She was from Charlotte, and sh- her daughter got she. They filmed the season like partially in Charlotte so that she could be with her daughter during filming. So if they really wanted Michael, I think that they would work with him. Okay. So, do you have any um, predictions for your bachelor pick? Yeah, no, I'm not the expert when it comes to that. I, I could, I could see Andrew being the pick. I mean, I, I, 
to be Justin, I'm not sure has the emotional range that they might want for the bachelor, you know, and Justin, uh, Andrew to me seems to be a more appropriate pick. That would, that'd be the way I would go from our current crop. Okay. Okay. That's fair. So do you have any fatherly advice to wrap up Katie's season? Here are a few, here are a few uh, tidbits for you. Um, Dirty little secret. Some guys, and I suspect some ladies, only want the things that they can't have. And they're more into the chase than actually getting the prize. And that's sort of how I felt with Blake once he was the only guy left standing. And that he sort of knew he was the only guy left standing. And that's when doubt seemed to be getting in his head there. So, you know, don't be that person. You know, it's, it's not the chase. It's actually enjoying the prize. So don't be that person. Uh, other advice, don't let the guys pick out engagement rings. You know, when, when, when number one, I was disappointed that we didn't get much Neil Lane because I like Neil Lane. Can, can we, can I pause you there? Did sure. you notice that Blake was one-on-one picking out an engagement ring with his ex? I don't know if that qualifies as an X, but I mean, I, I know it was, that was a little bit weird and awkward, I thought as well. And, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm still pro-Tasha and, and think she could handle this program all by herself, maybe with Aunt Lindsay, that would be a good combo. <laughs> but, uh, you know, when, when she's asking Blake, would she like the circular one? Guys do not think like this, you know. We we don't circular. We don't think like this. So we need help when it comes to picking out engagement rings. You know, it's more of a how much is this setting me back situation. Well, lucky for Blake, it's zero dollars setting him back. Only have to wait two years. You get to keep that baby. Uh, I probably said this before. Pull off that Band-Aid. Take care of your business quickly. Agonizing over this stuff is the worst. So the way Katie handled her Justin situation I thought was great. And my final, my final uh, piece of fatherly advice, you know, you, this is for you and everyone else listening. You, know, you need to be comfortable with yourself before you commit yourself to somebody else. Uh, you want to be in a relationship because your partner both wants you and needs you, which I think might have been different than what Aunt Lindsay, Aunt, crazy Aunt Lindsay was saying. But uh, first, make sure you're comfortable in your own shoes. So I'm glad that you, Meredith, are that strong, independent woman. And that makes me very proud of you. Oh, so sweet. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I think that was some great advice to wrap up the season. Um, we do have some sad news that we will not be podcasting for Bachelor in Paradise that starts next week. You know, I, I'm a good daughter. I'm going to be giving you a break. All dads need a little hiatus every now and then. It is appreciated. But don't worry. We will be back for Michelle's season. So join us then to hear all about it from the right perspective and my dad's. <laughs>